All right, we are live. Ronnie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Everything Virtual. We are here with some more fun, we'll call it news analysis. I don't know. What, what is this that we're doing? News reaction? Sure. Yeah, our reaction you, slash just what, talking just, about what whatever comes VR? to mind. Yeah. This, this, like, just going way back to when we started, like, what, five years ago almost? Yeah. Like, it's just us us nerding out about VR is all it is. 100%. So we, got, we got a couple of topics here that I think are actually bigger news, even though there's not much news, there's not much substance. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of really big implications i think that are coming from from this so um we got servios we got apple i think let's let's start with the servios one sure which was and i want to make sure that i get this right the person at servios who it was oh gosh i should have had this ready oh you're good i had his name right here okay the CPO, TQ Jefferson at Servios, said that they are putting their hopes on PSVR 2 and what PSVR 2 is going to bring to the platform. Now, what we also know is that I believe PlayStation or Sony has mentioned that they are not going to be bringing in or releasing anything for play, for uh, VR in 2021. So this is, this is very far out. And I, I think this hits us a little bit more just because of the... Uh, almost like the relationship we've developed with Servios and, and the amazing team that they have there over the last couple of years. Yep. And so even from one of our, our earliest episodes with, with Nathan Burba, who's the head of Servios, like getting an insight into what they're looking at is fascinating. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they are now looking at PlayStation, at Sony, and, and what's coming with PSVR 2 as maybe the quote unquote, and I'm sorry, I'm putting words in their mouth, but like, the future of VR, right? Like that's what mm -hmm. they're putting their hopes into. Mm -hmm. That's that's big news. Now we already knew that PlayStation and Sony were huge just because of the reach of the Sony platform or the PlayStation platform. Mm -hmm. But this is big. I mean, we're we're talking here about Oculus kind of taking a dominant market share. Yeah, you know that you know that Valve and the Index are are, are a high premium, uh, or you know the kind of that premium level. HTC, we, we're, we've yet to see what, what they can do to, to continue penetrating the market after getting that early market lead. Um, and, and Apple, which we'll talk about later. But with PSVR, what are, what are your thoughts here? Because PSVR is yeah. one that, you know, in full disclosure, I would say you and I don't have as much experience with uh, in regards to the other platforms. But yeah. we have heard good things about PSVR in the sense that it's it's easy to dive into. And if you have, it's, it's also one of the, the most cost efficient, at least it was one of the most cost efficient at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when you compare it to the, the Oculus Quest, there's probably a more. Uh, yeah, it's more. Uh, it's it's yeah, more expensive it, than that. I mean, yeah, assume it, we that. don't know what it's going to cost, like when they release exactly. the second version. But what were um, your initial thoughts to it? Yeah, so my initial thoughts. I mean, this kind of makes some sense. Um, it tells me that Servios wants to continue to develop, kind of you know, AAA or like, you know, high tier VR experiences and games. And I mean, as we know, like right now, Facebook and Oculus, they're all primarily focused on the, the all-in-ones. Mm -hmm. And really they're, the PC side of their business is kind of, you know, it's either stagnating or, you know, one can, I mean, they're definitely putting all the emphasis on the quest. Yeah. 
And so, I mean, the quest I think is a really great standalone experience, but it is still a standalone experience. It's still like, no matter what you do, um, at least for the foreseeable future, whatever, you know, any hardware that you're able to fit inside the headset, you know, limited to battery life of, of a small device on your, on your head, that sort of thing is going to have some limitations. And I think Servios is kind of one of those companies that kind of pushes the, the boundaries a little bit in terms of, you know, tech specs and like they try to, you know, most of their games look really nice, play, you know, like they're, they're higher quality titles. Mm -hmm. And so to me, um, it just seems like, I mean, if you're to look at the space, I mean, really the, the heavy hitters are PlayStation, Oculus, which is now primarily the quest. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of have this, this kind of nebulous, you know, like PC VR space, which occupies like random headsets, like the valve index or Pimax, uh, like all these different, you know, random headsets that are kind of smaller market share. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you also have people connecting with the quest and all that sort of thing. And, and so this just to me says that Servios wants to continue to make kind of the, the PC VR type experiences mm-hmm. and the place where they're going to have the biggest user base potentially in the future for those type of games they're anticipating is going to be on PlayStation. So, I mean, so I, I don't think this is bad. I mean, if anything, I just hope that this means that games that are being developed for the PlayStation VR would also be coming to PC for, for people that still have those headsets, but who knows, like there could be a future where, you know, PC VR isn't as popular on the PC, but Mm -hmm. it kind of, you know, the PlayStation kind of picks up to get like all, we have all these different console like experiences with VR, who knows? Um, But yeah, I I think that's kind of my thoughts on, on that is that this just says that Servios is acknowledging the limitations of all in one headsets. So they want to still have, you know, outside hardware powering their VR games. Yeah. And the PlayStation is like the biggest, the most mass market version of that because PC VR itself is just a smaller niche. That's, that's my take on it anyways. So, I, so I, I mean, I agree with you on that. The fir- first thing that came to mind for me was the reach, right. And yeah. not, you know, I, 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 when I say this in the sense that like, it's not a bad thing, but from a financial standpoint, uh, it makes complete sense to me, right? You, you're going to have the largest user base there. We saw the games that were, I think it was Resident Evil, um, when when Resident yeah. Evil came out for yeah, VR. Yeah. Like, I mean, that the sales for that shot through the roof. So, like, there is an existing base there that I would say is at a how do I put it? It's they're very accessible. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you can create those titles and we know that Servios has the capability to deliver really fantastic titles and, and experiences, I, I think that it makes the most sense for them to go there. To me, it's just interesting that they announced that or kind of made that their public position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were such an instrumental part of the first wave or like the, the first generation headsets, right. With, with the Vive and the Rift um and so there is this element of like okay well the tide is shifting in a sense like we saw what happened with first gen headsets and i'm going to include the the first psvr headset as as part of that one or maybe 1.5 and 
And with that, there's this, there's this idea that, okay, well, the largest user base is here. It makes the most sense to go there. Fidelity graphics, they don't need to be a hundred, you know, and 10%. They don't need to be the best of the best in order for people to have phenomenal experiences in VR. And, mm -hmm. and, and let's be honest, right? Like our, our VR journeys, like from when the, the Vive and the Rift initially launched coming up on five years now, I mean, VR is still so niche, niche, right? That's, yeah. what, that's how you say yeah. it, niche, yeah. niche. <laughs> niche. Uh, so VR is still so, it, it just hasn't reached the masses yet. And we've we've talked about this previously, but the the idea being that, okay, well, you know, PS5 is next gen console. It's going to be around for a while. PSVR and PSVR 2 will probably build upon that. Yeah. Um, and, and I so, think that I think yeah. the PS I think the PS5 also will have a better shot at doing VR real justice. Mm -hmm. Just because I think it's it's a it has a much more capable CPU. Um I would assume it, from what it sounds like, Sony's kind of working the VR stuff from the ground up. So yep. like whereas before with the initial PlayStation VR, they were kind of hodgepodging some of the PlayStation camera and move controllers and stuff into a VR solution. That mm -hmm. stuff had been kind of from the more of like the Xbox connect, like original Wii days of like motion controls. And so, so like they were kind of taking some older tech and, and combining it with this new thing called a VR headset and kind of making something that could work. But I think whatever is going to become the next version of, of PlayStation VR, I think, could be really good. And so, yeah, and not that the first one wasn't good enough because I think it was for a lot of people, but I just, I think that the second version of it could be really a lot better. And on top of what you said, like, you know, there's, there's such a, a big user base there that this is really a good opportunity. And I think just in general, it's nice to hear a company, like we don't really know a hundred percent what Sony's plans are for the PlayStation yeah. VR. And so to hear like a, I mean, Servios is a fairly large company, assuming it's still, you know, similar size to when we, you know, when we were in touch with those folks um, in California, they have a lot riding on this industry and how VR does. Mm -hmm. And for them to kind of be geared and focused on delivering content for PlayStation VR already tells me that hopefully, you know, there's good things to come on that side. Yeah. Well, a part of me also looks at this and says, okay, you know, they they have a very strong foothold with the VR landscape outside of PSVR as mm -hmm. it is, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, their their games did well on, on Vive, Index, and Rift, and we know that there's a slew of titles that they are working on or have released previously or have, uh, have released recently that will continue to be kind of tent poles for, for um you know, VR experiences outside of PSVR. So it's almost like, okay, well, the the company now sees an opportunity to expand. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, this is, to, it's it's interesting because like, you know, when you talk about an industry like VR or, or VR development, it's not, it's not like there's a, I mean, of course there's like, there's risks, but it, it's not like you can, um, you know, these are digi digital assets that they're putting out. So it's almost like, okay, well, there's like an area to expand now. It's not like necessarily a risk of like spreading ourselves too thin. We have the development, we have the the intellectual property already. 
And sometimes that's just porting it over. Sometimes that's taking a, an idea that we had to release for, for uh, Oculus Quest or Quest 2 that's coming mm -hmm. out next year. But now we have to just kind of shift that over to PSVR. So to me, like there's it, it just kind of opens the market for them. It opens the opportunity for them. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's a great thing. So, you know, we, we want to see studios like, like Servio succeed. Uh, we, I think we want to see, uh, we want to see studios putting together awesome titles and then being rewarded for it with the kind of, um, I don't know, just financial, but also just uh, critical acclaim from their games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's cool to see them kind of continuing to build on and expand upon that. No, I totally agree. Cool. Okay, so let's let's switch gears then. I think this is a good segue point for us to talk Apple VR, which mm -hmm. again is uh, we we talked about last episode. Now the big news is there is a rumor, and I, I have to say that you know this is it's it's still a rumor. There's nothing that's been substantiated uh, on it, but uh, The Verge had an article, uh, and I think there were several other articles that might have all just been feeding off of one another. But yeah, yeah. the rumor is that the VR headset, the Apple VR headset, which could potentially come out next year, could cost $3,000. Yeah. Feature 8K displays and over a dozen cameras. But if I'm being honest, Three thousand is a lot higher than I was expecting. I so I didn't really have like expectations one way or another. Um, I did like in the initial rumors. I feel like it was being downplayed a little bit, but there was a lot of language out there that was suggesting that oh, this is going to be kind of a like not a flagship, but kind of like a like a statement type piece that like oh. We, Apple's only expecting to sell like one per every Apple store or something mm -hmm. crazy like that. Like it didn't sound like there were a lot of caveats to Apple's releasing a VR slash AR headset, but this isn't like Apple's move to mass market VR. This is more like Apple, like kind of, you know, sticking the flag in the ground and saying like, you know, this is our first steps in this area. Like we have intentions of, releasing a more mass market product in the future. So, so I don't know, like, so, so, so the $3,000 mark to me does sound high, but it also, it still sounds low enough to where I feel like if there's a company, like, let's be real, like $3,000 is a, a lot for a VR headset, mm -hmm. but like compared to, let's just say Apple selling something, something for $3,000 is kind of like valve releasing the index for a thousand like like i think there there are some people out there that are willing to pay more because they know it's from apple not to say yeah. that they're going to pay three thousand dollars but i'm just saying like all all products that come from apple they take like normal pricing and then just like stretch it just a little bit right yeah, I mean they, they deliver premium products, right? And sure. so I like I no, I, I totally get that and I and I understand. I, and the thing is, you know, what's what's funny is when you say like when you compare it to the Valve Index, I'm just like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Like if if there's a headset out there that's a $1000 and Apple's going to deliver something that, you know, they believe is premium and and, and probably is to a certain degree. And, and several years premium. later, too. I mean, yeah, there's Yeah, several years later. So that that's the part that I guess that gets me is I just don't. Here's the thing. 
we were talking last week about how if and when Apple releases something VR related, it's got to be awesome, right? Like it's got to be so good because of yeah. the fact that they came late to the party and this is what they do. That like there's nothing wrong with that because they, this strategy has worked for them, right? Like MP3 players, they they came out with iPod later, like iPhone. Um, you know, that was I guess that was the first kind of thing, but you know, tablets, watches, like wearables. They they come out later, but they deliver, right? And you know, everyone's gotta have it. Yeah. Now the thing is with VR, I think that's especially the case because it's you know, they're five, six years late. Uh, not, and I shouldn't say late, but you know, five years, six years by next year post when this, this really started picking up. And so if they deliver something, it's gotta be phenomenal. And my goodness, if it's $3,000, it's gotta be so good. Right. And, and, and it has to be able to do something like my only get, like the fact that the rumors are pointing to 12 cameras Mm -hmm. tells me they're spending a, a decent amount of money on making sure AR is really good in this thing. Cause that's what the cameras yeah. would be doing. And I mean, 8k doesn't really like super excite me, not because it's not, I'm sure it's going to look amazing, but there's other headsets like Vario. Um, they make really uh, like, you know, super high resolution, like eye resolution he uh, headsets for like more enterprise Mm -hmm. level like and they're similar in price they're a few thousand dollars but those are you know oh this is super super clear this is for like you know factory uh like r d purposes yeah like designing cars that sort of thing like they're specifically creating headsets for like you know experimental like medical simulations that sort of thing like you're you're talking like the the cost is kind of irrelevant for those yeah. factors like they just want the best right so like there true, are true. already so there's already headsets out there that are super high resolution what my i i'm gonna pose the same kind of challenge slash question about this apple headset that i posed the last time we talked about this is mm -hmm. like price regard like regardless of the price i really want to know like what is it about this, about Apple's approach to VR that's going to be different? Yeah. And is that different something that they're going to be able to demonstrate from the beginning that they're onto something that no one else has been onto yet? Like there's, there's special things about how Oculus has treated VR that still to this day, I'm like, oh, like they kind of got some of those initial problems in a way that no one else was like quite like, like when I first tried the Quest and I saw how it did like the in, like inside out tracking and how it mm -hmm. made it so easy to draw your borders and how you could see the room. You could have the headset on while you were doing all that stuff. Like I, all that stuff was really, really well done. Right. I hadn't yep. seen it done like that stepping outside of your boundaries and all of a sudden the cameras turn on and you can see around. Like when I hear these, this headset having super high quality displays, having 12 cameras and all that, my thoughts are AR, and my thoughts are this is especially considering that Apple sees this as kind of the Brit, the, 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 the gap between the bridge gap or whatever, between this and what's eventually going to be a more mass market product. Mm -hmm. I want to know what they think that this is going to do for people. And I want to see some kind of a, uh, some kind of a suggestion of what's to come with Apple. 
if 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 it's groundbreaking and it's something that I like, you just can't experience else. Like then that it's going to start like as as an enthusiast, you're going to start thinking, man, like is this something I want to try? Is this not? Is it also depends on how far the next product is. Like three thousand dollars is a ton to spend on something that's going to be like you know a glorified paperweight in a year or two from now. <laughs> if 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 they're saying that legitimately there's going to be some device in like two years that you know what I mean? So maybe, so, so that kind of makes me like understand what they meant by, Oh, we're only going to sell like a very small number of these, Mm -hmm. maybe just to those crazy people that are going to try it or be, or it be given to them. And they're going to write articles and post videos Mm -hmm. and kind of give a sneak peek to the world on what's to come from this technology that gets them really excited. Maybe that's what they're, they're trying yeah. to do with this. Um, I don't know, but cause I can't $3,000 unless they're going to just give these things away to developers. I also don't think like a $3,000 headset that doesn't have an ecosystem is something that the developer community is like going to jump. Like we yeah. know a lot of these developers, like it's not like they have cash to burn on, on, <laughs> on, on, on new devices. Right. So, yeah, yeah. So, so like, so that can't be why they're doing it. Right. Like, unless they have some big plan for it, like, like I said, some kind of weird distribution, you know, plan or something where they're going to be feeding these. So, so it, it doesn't seem like it's to create development hype. So maybe it's to get people just believing in Apple's ability to bring something revolutionary to the market like this for like a future product. I don't know. Like it's until we see it, and hear and see their like marketing position for it. I mean, the, the only thing I was kind of thinking when I was preparing for this was, you know, if, if they do a good enough job, this is kind of like a big marketing exercise for VR in general. Mm-hmm. People are already like the quest Two. I've got a lot of people talking about VR. I definitely see more and more people that I don't know having an interest in VR kind of, you know, be willing to, to try an Oculus quest or like, like I just randomly here and there, I run into people that are picking up quest twos and they're not people that are like hardcore VR users. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, so Oculus and Facebook must be doing something to get this into people's heads that like VR is a thing that I want to try. I think when Apple officially releases a VR product, that's going to say something about the technology to people out there. Oh yeah. If Apple's doing it, then like, like, it's that, like, like I would imagine, coming. yeah, I would imagine more quests or whatever is out at the time are going to sell mm-hmm. as a result of Apple getting into the space, right? Yeah. Same thing with like, it, it, that's why I thought this is a fascinating topic, like talking about PlayStation, the next PlayStation VR, like ahead of this, mm-hmm. is I am really excited. Like it is a little bit, you know, I wouldn't say just boring, but it's a little bit concerning that, you know, most of the VR talk right now is all quest related, all Oculus. Like it seems like VR is, has become synonymous with, with Oculus and Facebook, which I mean, all props to them. Like we've talked them up a lot on, on past shows. It's not like they Hmm. haven't done a good job of, you know, like for what it's worth. I mean, if you like VR, like Oculus and Facebook have poured a lot of money into this mm-hmm. and have, I mean, the marketing commercials that they've done look fantastic too, right? Like yeah. they make it look phenomenal. So, so yeah, but, but at the same time, I mean, no one, like it's never healthy to just have one 
player mm-hmm. in a market. Of course. And yeah. and so seeing Sony still in, invested and then if if Apple really like throws their hat into the the ring, I think that that will be very good for VR as a whole. Even mm-hmm. if it ends up being like a crazy $3000 device for Apple to actually release a VR yeah. product and show that they're committed to AR going forward, I think it just kind of gives everybody in this space a little bit of reassurance that like, oh, this isn't like, this isn't going to stay a niche forever, right? So, and that's everyone's hope and dream. But uh, yeah, seeing more players actually enter the ring is something that we need to happen. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I'm I'm glad glad you looped in the PSVR portion of it because I, I think that's that's definitely an important point. The, the only thing that I, I would say, and we can kind of wrap up around this, is um, I, I think about what Apple has done from a release or launch strategy before, right? So smartphones, or, you know, MP3 players were here. They're, they were about, but the iPod came in and it kind of revolutionized because it just, it worked well. Same thing with the iPhone, right? Like there were certain versions of smartphones out there, but the iPhone just worked. You had the same thing with tablets. You had the same thing with with wearables, right? With the the Apple Watch. Like, I never wore a watch before, but and it, I didn't buy an Apple Watch as soon as they came out. But I was intrigued at the idea and and the marketing over the over the several years until I ended up buying one was okay. Like, you know, there's some value to this. Yeah. Now, now the thing is, after getting an iPhone, after getting uh, a, an Apple Watch, I can't live without it. Right, and I know I'm being I'm, I'm exaggerating, but yeah. it, it enhanced certain aspects of my life so much that going back to something that was an inferior product, yep, was like nah, I'll I'll pay the thousand dollars per phone. I wasn't paying a thousand dollars per phone before before the exactly. Apple. I wasn't paying you know several hundred dollars for a watch before. Like so, so the thing is, there's a there's a certain part of me that looks at this and says, maybe we're looking at, or at least me, maybe I'm looking at it in the wrong way. And and the AR stuff that you bring into this is is very important because it's like we're we're looking at this with a frame of mind of just like what's what's out right now, right? Like what yeah. is what is the VR tech that's out here? Yet they could be working on something that is so well integrated with both VR and AR, yeah, that that it is the future or the launching pad for where they're trying to go. Yeah. And so if if they do deliver on that product and it is three thousand dollars, then you know, I guess the type of consumer that I am is like. Well, you know, it's different because we're we're in the VR space. But normally, I would look at that and be like, ah, three thousand dollars. I don't think so. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be tuning into those Apple developer conferences. I'm gonna be seeing them around, yeah. and it'll just be like, okay, well, maybe Apple VR two or VR three. Like, sign no, me if, up. Take my if paycheck. it does, yeah, if it does something that like you're just like, it's mind blowing and something new that uh, I totally agree. I don't think. I don't think Apple would be getting into this space to get into gaming, right? Yeah. There are so many like other more simple ways like for them to, they never, you know, in recent years, they didn't release like a, like an Apple console or anything like that. There was always this, like up until recently, they didn't even have like a gaming service or anything like that. Like even though video games were a part of the Apple, you know, iPhone, iPad mm-hmm. ecosystem, it was never, it's just like one side project of theirs. And they're more about, you know, creating products that people use on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, and so 
yeah, you would have to think that whatever they're releasing in the VR AR space has that in mind rather than just like providing someone with just like one form of entertainment. So oh, agree. Yeah. So, so that's, that's what, so, so that's a good thing. To bring yeah. Up. So, so that's what I'm super like interested to see what this product is going to reveal mm -hmm. because I want to see like, what does Apple think VR and AR is going to bring us in yeah. the future? Yeah. And, and you're totally right. Like maybe the first version of it's $3,000 but it's so mind blowing that when version two comes out at $2,000, like they, you're clamoring to get it because like yeah. it's replacing your phone. It's replacing like, <laughs> like, I, mm -hmm. like let's just say, I mean, if, I mean, supposedly that's internally what some of them were thinking this could eventually turn into, right. It's yeah. like some form of AR glasses is going to be the iPhone replacement. Yep. No, I mean, it's, so, that's a great, great point. Yeah. And people spend like, $1,500 on Apple phones, like every, every year and a half. No, that's true. And you know, to, to your point, like I was just like, what just popped into my head was this idea of like, you know, if I have an Apple headset and, and we're, we're trying to think of like use cases for it that are outside of the box of, of what gaming is. Right. But it's gotta be something so great and also so easy to use that when I have the Apple headset here and my iPhone, on, on my other hand, like when I want to make a FaceTime call to my parents, I'm going to want to put the headset on and I'm going to yeah. want to do it because it's easy and it's, yeah. it, it enhances the experience. You know what I mean? Like, and imagine, so, I mean, it, I mean, it, honestly, like Apple's done like more gimmicky stuff than, than like in, integrating VR into chats and stuff mm -hmm. with, with past phones. Like I remember when, what was it? When the, the initial like animojis or whatever came out on, on like mm -hmm. iPhone 10 or whatever. Like I remember seeing that the first time and being like, Oh, like whoever's talking to me with that, with, with that, uh, form of an emoji, that means they have the new iPhone. Like uh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Like I, I'm kind of foreseeing, like if you have a headset and you talk to like, you're going to be able to interact with people that don't have headsets mm -hmm. and it's going to kind of a little bit in the back of your head, like make you wish like you had a headset too. Right? <laughs> like, like I bet you there's going to be some kind of interplay oh, between like other yeah. Apple devices and this headset. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to be like headset to headset conversations, right? It's, it's going to make you feel left out when you're in like a group call and you can see like the people who have the headset. Yeah, everybody else <laughs> like, is, is having fun on the call, and you're yeah. like this stationary flat like lame yeah. loser. Like, it's like, oh man, you're so you're so 2000 and late. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Well, you know, we could we could probably speculate all day long, and I'm sure this is not the end of it. Um, so we'll wait for more information on this, but just wanted to to chat about the the price rumors. And again, I'll stress the fact that these are just rumors, but um, you know, we'll see we'll see where things kind of go from there. You got you got any other thoughts to close? No, that's, that's it. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up here. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, uh, we, we, need, we need to push this more. So definitely we say do. hello. If you're watching this on YouTube, say hello in the comment section below. If you have a question or if there's uh, a topic that we have missed, please let us know. We'd love to get into the uh, the weeds with you on all of that. And then on Twitter as well, hit us up. Let us know what's up. And I'm saying up a lot, so I'll stop. <laughs> all right, man. I'll catch you later. All right. See ya.